Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Another episode of the Cosmic Street Podcast. I am Josue Pavone alongside Sean Dutra. We're both back, right? We took uh, the last episode off. But now we're back. Two-man show this time around. Joel Pavone is uh, enjoying the beautiful beaches of Rodan. Must be nice. Yeah. Must be nice. Yeah, it must be nice while we're sitting up here in, in 70 degree weather that turned into snow for no Fresh reason. Fresh off a storm. Right, right. <laughs> Fresh off a storm. Ridiculous. But Get you know what? Snaps. The Celtics are back in their winning ways, man. They stretched this thing out to 11 out of 12. They had that one L right before the All Star break that we didn't see coming. But they made up for it with two back to back wins, fresh off the All Star break. And now, the national media, Sean, they use the word contender next to the Celtics, man. How could this have happened so quickly? I can't believe it. A month ago, we were talking about this team potentially being stuck in the playing tournament. Now, not only are they the sixth seed, but they're only a game and a half behind Philly for, for the third seed. So look out, the Eastern Conference. And of course, the entire league is, is, is on notice right now. I mean, and rightfully so. This team has not only been, not only been the, the, the best defensive team in the NBA, but they're just the best team right now overall. The hottest team in the NBA right now. And everyone is uh, everyone's paying attention to them. Yeah, man. I mean, if you think about it, like, it's not that the Celtics were like a bad team or like a bad roster. It's just they were never playing up to the potential that they could, they, they should have been playing at. So, like, when you look at the team on paper, like, going into the season, you're like, yeah, they should be contenders. But that thing that held them back was what has always held them back inconsistent play. They can't, you know, put it all together. It seems yeah, like they, they always had been. Yeah, they just would beat themselves, play down a competition, and then now you're finally seeing what I think is what this team with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown should be like. They should be a top four team in the East consistently. They should be a contender every every year with those two guys. So yeah, I think uh, I don't know. I, I'm not surprised that I'm not surprised that you know now that they're winning and winning consistently that. The national media or, or the NBA is like thinking like, oh, we better watch out for the Celtics because 
that one-two punch is lethal, man. It, it's a it, they have they have everything you would want in a in a contender on the roster. It's just they were never they were never able to put it together, but now they are. So I mean, hell yeah, man. This is this is what, what we what we expected the entire time. Are they the biggest reason for this though? Like let's 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 start right there. I mean like I think yeah, Tatum is they, the biggest piece of the of the blame pie, so to speak. The the who gets the blame for all this success and who's the one that you think I mean, yeah, I, I, you could say Tatum and Brown because clearly they're they're the they're the leaders here and this is their team, but like I don't know, man. I, I feel like we, we gotta give the most respect or the most props to, to Ime Udoka. I mean, the system, sure. the way he's been on these guys, that sort of tough love. I mean, I think he would get the biggest piece. I think Jalen and, and, and Tatum are definitely up there as well, but I mean, but between the three of those guys, like, yeah, there's plenty to be said about what they've been doing the past month. But what's, in your opinion, what's what did it for this team? What what was the turnaround? What was the spark? Where, how did this happen? Well, I think the most consistent. So for me, if I'm like, if you're making the the why are we winning hierarchy, I do think that like there's there's a top tier and there's three people, and this is gonna sound maybe maybe four people because I think Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown are playing together well so you have to say like that's something that they weren't doing before they're doing it now i think to your point email doka is finally got through to the team to play defense and and really be a defensive team and then lastly and i think most importantly like we've said all along the heartbeat of the celtics is marcus smart and he's playing the best basketball he's yeah. ever played he's fitting into the I team agree. best yes. better than he ever has and he's facilitating. He, he's taking that point guard role that we said, can he do it? He's doing it at a very high level, yeah. not turning the ball over, facilitating offense, playing awesome defense. So, like, yeah, that's what you – and then the role players sort of fit now. It sort of makes a lot of sense. So, everything – it's almost – are you a little worried it's, like, too good to be true right now, bro? Like, that's – My only thing, thing is the – my thing is the injury bug. I mean, we've been covering this team yeah, for how many years yeah. now? Like, it happens every year, right? Every single year. So I'm like, where's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? I mean, people forget. Last season, it happened with Jalen. It happened with one of your best players, you know? So who's to say that that won't happen, happen again? I mean, that's my only thing. Tatum missed a chunk of time with COVID last year, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. But I was thinking more of just the postseason. But, yeah, no, you know, that's, yeah. that's, it, it, it's, that's the it only thing like... in my back of my mind. I'm waiting for that, for that shooting drop. Well, it sounds like an excuse, and I think we all were like, well, we can't blame injuries or COVID, but, like, this team was ravaged by injuries and COVID and yeah. not having this starting we lineup. Give, and, we gave them no slack for that whatsoever. No, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't, and, and, yeah. it, and it probably was unfair yeah. because, like, what? how is – how, how are they supposed to play as a, as a unit if they're constantly missing a different piece each time? But I think to your point, the the starting five, if they can stay healthy, is legit. Like probably the best one through five in the Eastern Conference. Like I'm talking about one through five. You know what I mean? Sean, you're not the first person to say that. Like all of a sudden, I'm telling you, since the All Star break, it's like, yeah. oh, well, the Celtics they do have one of, if not the best starting five in the Eastern Conference. I'm like, seriously, since when this team? No, it's been, the one it's that we healthy. Were, the one we were trashing a couple of months ago. Yeah, yeah no, the starting five hasn't changed. Like it's it's always been this way, and I love the starting five. I never wanted to shake it up, you know. And yeah. then now, you know, look, both of us haven't even been around, you know, since the since the since the deal, since the trade deadline. Now you added a, a guy like like Derek White, who's been tremendous on both ends. You know, can move the ball around, yep. fits the mold, comes from that same background, the, the you know school of Popovich, so to speak. And you know that's a guy who 
along with someone like Daniel Tice to address the front court, that's insurance right there as well. I mean, these are both pieces that not only can you can you fit in with, to what this team is doing, but also yeah. it just it's they're, they're two guys that are gonna they're gonna you know reaffirm that for you. You're gonna be in the locker room, gonna be uh, you know good voices to to for, for for the team. I mean, look for for what we've seen thus far. It's been quite a ride. I just don't see how this thing shakes up uh, unless it, unless there's an injury. It's, unless one of those guys, because this team is yeah. so top heavy, one injury can really do this team in for sure. Yeah, I think I think you that the only like starter that you have on your bench is Derek White, right? Starter caliber player. I think that's like so maybe they can sustain us. They can keep this up with like a little bit of a. A little bit of a bump of like maybe losing one player for a week or so, but you know, yeah. overall, like health is a big factor going into the playoffs. And the biggest thing for me, man, we don't have to. Uh, if everything goes as as it's going right now, which I do think it will, because I actually, when we talk about the Pistons game, I take a lot away from this victory today. Uh, I I actually do, but like, um, I do think it's going to continue. And the best part is, is that. Whatever happens, they're going to have a either easy first round series win, depending on how high they can get up in the standings, or home court is key. Home court, oh, is key. get home court right, and then or like a really competitive playoff run. Like there's, they're gonna be competitive, which is I think if we were talking about it, you know. A month ago, we would have all thought first round exit. See you later. Maybe if we get out of the playing tournament, right? So that that's huge from right. going, you know, from where they were to where they are now. And I, hey, I called this shit, bro. I said all this team needs is a nice five, six game win streak. Get everything all going, and and you got this. All happened. You, oh, actually, you know what? Yeah, Another better thing. said than done, man. I mean, any team could go for a six, seven Another game thing. win streak. Like, but you know what? Make a difference for any team. This started. You know when the win streak started. After you and Joel finally picked up on uh, looking ahead and picked the Celtics to go four and zero, and then oh, they the did, 4-0. and they did, and then they have a lot look back since, bro. I've been telling you to do that for years, and you guys wouldn't do it because <laughs> we believed it. That's why we didn't gonna say some shit just to say it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. It is. We did this. You're, you're welcome, Celtics Nation. Causeway Street has you. <laughs> well, I'm glad you. I'm glad we're talking Derek White, and, and in particular this game against the, uh, the the previous game against the Pistons because he didn't have a good night. I mean, no. or a good day rather. It was a matinee, early start, maybe knocked him off his uh, his swag a bit, but uh, easily his worst game as a Celtic. But the only one I've had a problem with since he joined the team. So there's a lot to be said about that. I mean, what's it been two weeks now? So yeah. I, I mean, look, the sample size is small, but there's no. It's it's not up for debate as to how productive this team this, this team is when he's on the floor and when he's when he's doing his thing. Now, what I'm trying to say is when he wasn't doing his thing on offense, Peyton Pritchard off the bench, yeah. was huge for the Celtics. I'm not quite sure the Celtics come out of that game with a win if it wasn't for Pritchard in that fourth quarter. Maybe I'm exaggerating a bit. No, but I think you're right. He made it easier for this team. You know, they really closed the door on the Pistons and look. 19 points off the bench. I don't know if you can count on that every single night, but look, three three pointers, three for five. He has you know, those backdoor cuts, six assists. You know, we know he's not going to give you a whole lot on the defensive end of the floor. But when someone like like Derek White, or let's, let's say, I don't know, for example, if it's Marcus Smart or Jalen Brown, if one of those guys are not cutting it on the offensive end, 
Peyton Pritchard could be a, a valuable asset to have off the bench, not only to counteract those slow starts from, from, from offensive guys that you need night, night to night, but he could also be a, a surprise in the fourth quarter, you know, a guy who could sort of hold down the fort while guys are resting and, and, and a, a spark, an offensive spark that this team just hasn't had off the bench for the last two seasons. I mean, who's an offensive spark off the bench that you can think of that you can rely on, you know? I mean, I guess it's been Grant Williams this year, but that's been a revelation, you know? And now you have someone like Peyton Pritchard. Hopefully this could be something, you know, that you can count on moving forward. Yeah, I will say Peyton Pritchard should feel really big confidence boost that he's on this team still. You know what I mean? After the trade deadline. <laughs> he, survived. he survived the trade deadline. Yeah, that's a good point. No Romeo around you. You know, you look around you, you're like, damn, Romeo's gone. You know, Neesmith's the only younger guy, you know, around. This is it. Yeah. It's like a sense of belonging, right? For, for, yeah, for he, he's and, – and he probably knows, too, that, you know, next year isn't promised for him in a Celtics jersey either. So, uh, yeah, I, I was really impressed to see him sort of really, you know, when the ball was moving around, he wasn't afraid to shoot and he was making them today. So that was great to see. Peyton Pritchard played really well today. But you know what else? Celtics freaking suck in matinee games. No, what is up with that, man? This wasn't even a matinee game. This was an extra matinee because it was 11 o'clock in the morning, right? It It was was 11 o'clock in the morning. What the hell was that? (laughs) This is, is, yo, you want to go grab brunch and go to the game? Like, this is, like, that's what they were doing out there. Like, this is early. Seriously. Yeah, and Joel sent the the (laughs) the halftime show. They just had people trying to, like, get everyone turned up. It's like, bro, it's noon. All right, like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Relax. I'm just like, what? I, got my, I got my kids with me. Relax. Yeah. Right. Like, what? What is this? Wife, wife left me left me with the kids for the day. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> just in, so right? happened, just so happened. You know, the the matinee Celtics game is on, so just sort of worked out. You know. <laughs> Right, tickets are like eighteen bucks over there. Like, yeah, like, I was that. I was considering Disney on Ice, but I mean, we might as well. The Celtics are playing, so we're good. Anyways, no, uh, <laughs> no, nah, man. I mean, <laughs> it's such a Sean approach to Saturday morning. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean, bro? Like, like you would think you would say, like, if there was a Celtics game at eleven a.m., one you would not miss that. Two, you would take yeah. Jordan with you, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, this is a yeah. perfect. And three, you would not be trying to hear all that noise at halftime. <laughs> You'd be like, yo, what are we doing? Yeah. I'm still I'm still sipping my coffee. I haven't even, you know? Or maybe you won't be drinking oh, no, coffee. Maybe drinking something else. Uh, yeah, I yeah mean, you probably wouldn't be drinking the coffee. <laughs> but you would to be honest, I'd be the only dude. Yet. No, no. I'd be the only dude that is turned up at halftime because I'm at the game, bro. It doesn't matter what time, man. <laughs> I'd be that guy. I want to. I want this other to do a 10, 10 a.m. start and see if you do. Oh, it. I, I think you're right. There, I think, bro. I think that'd be right you, up your alley. You know, you know, you know, like Causeway Street Bar would do like kegs and eggs or some shit, bro. They just like <laughs> you know have have like one of those morning morning breakfast uh, and beers. Yep. I I half expected the Celtics because of that's why I think this Pistons win was good. Right, two things. They had the loss to the Pistons going into the All-Star break, which everyone overreacted to. Like, good teams lose that in that spot, like, before the All-Star game to bad teams. That's just what good teams do. They take their foot off the break. 
and uh, foot off the gas. And then to go back to Detroit to play the team that beat you in a matinee, it was a super trap game. And I think the team, you know, even though some players didn't show up, we talk about Derek White, we talk about, um, you know, I, I don't necessarily think Al Horford had a great game, really, you know. Uh, but either way, the they did what they needed to to beat a team that has been streaking in a matinee game. That that's a big. The, the Celtics lose that game. The Celtics, you could that's a circled loss uh, before this winning streak. Would you agree? Like that that this would be a loss, a scheduled loss. Yeah, I also think that they probably lose this game if they didn't lose before. You know what I mean? It had to be like a revenge game for them. But yeah, the, the fourth quarter execution had a lot to do with that. You know, I thought they did a good job of targeting. Um, Cade Cunningham, who, of course, is a uh, favorite to win Rookie of the Year, but he's not the best defender. I thought they did a good job of no. uh, getting at him. Al Horford played well, though, on defense, especially in switches. I thought Al wanted all the smoke down low. He was trying to get going, but defensively he was yeah. there, you know, and that's a big reason why he, he nearly played uh, he nearly played 40 minutes in this one because um, he had to. I feel like uh, Emei didn't trust the closing lineup with, with White you know, playing the way he was, and uh, because Al was so tremendous on defense and, and surviving those switches – that it made sense to, to stick with those guys, stick with that starting five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm just a little bit pissed on Al because he let Corey Joseph go in to ruin my bet. But that that could be just it. But either way, like <laughs> either way, uh, overall, like it sounds silly, but big win for the Celtics. Getting back in the winning streak, uh, just you know. Happy to see it because I, I was a little bit nervous going into this game thinking, like, this is, like, uh, the trappiest of trap games, you know? So they survived. This episode of the Causeway Street Podcast is powered by BetOnline.ag. Football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land. BetOnline is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to get started. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds. And even right to the Olympic coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. Bet online, the fastest, easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, well, before we look ahead, Sean, we can't uh, not talk about uh, the trade deadline, the biggest trade of the trade deadline, which wasn't Derek White. No, not yeah. at all. Uh, it was James Harden switching teams yet again. He's now a member of the yeah. Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, ben Simmons is now a member of the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, I guess, what's your uh, what's your reaction to this? And now that we're what about two weeks removed from the trade, um, yeah. Uh, James Harden made his made his Philly debut Friday night, did his thing. Him and Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid looking like an MVP favorite right now. It's certainly a candidate. Um, how do you feel about this Philly team? You know, obviously they uh, they spent quite a bit to get their guy, but they got the best guy in the trade. Um, they're looking to to make that push to, to the NBA Finals. How do you feel about the the Philadelphia 76ers win in the East, and now that they have uh, James Harden on their team. So, I mean, yeah, a lot of people have been saying that 
like how much better Brooklyn got. And I actually think that Brooklyn got a lot better with the, like not with the trade. They're going to get a lot better when the, the mandate lifts and they get Kyrie full time. That's yeah. how Brooklyn yeah. gets better. That, that's a huge part of this too, Sean, because I always envisioned it happening around April-ish. Now that it's happening yeah. this soon, that's that's a huge advantage for Brooklyn right now. Yeah, but yeah, so like what happened there? By the way, Hold on, we'll we'll get into that later. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe we'll get into that. But I don't want to spend our, too much time talking about Mister. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, you know, you know my feelings about the the person uh, that we're, we're we're referring to. Anyways, the I always thought from the get go, like you just said. Philly got the best. Philly basically traded Andre Drummond and Seth Curry for James Harden. How do you not see that as an upgrade? They didn't. They didn't have Ben, ben Simmons playing at all. Uh, you basically trade Seth Curry and Andre Drummond for James Harden. And the thing is about Harden is like, okay, is it is it like people are writing him off? His stats this year have been good. Like great like probably all nba type type stats but people i think look at like his his buy-in to brooklyn and i think he was pissed about Kyrie. and now that he's going to a situation that he always wanted to be in he didn't whenever wanted to go to brooklyn he wanted to go to philly to begin with he's going to be motivated i think you saw that last night in his first game put up 27 and 12 they looked literally unstoppable so yeah i think philly wins this trade by a landslide but both teams get better. That's the problem. And if we're the, from the Celtics' point of view, not the best timing for all this stuff to sort of go down, you know? Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, that not only do both teams get better, but there's a good chance you're going to face one of them, and it's probably going to be the Philadelphia 76ers. I, I don't know. I feel like if the Celtics are to, are to make a deep playoff run, they're going to run into Philly, and that's a really tough matchup, even though they do have – a good record, season record against this team. This is a different team now. But with that yeah. being said, you lost some, you lost some shooting in this trade, right? Seth Curry, by nah. by from from the stats, he's actually shooting better than his brother, right? regardless of what happened in All Star Weekend. So um, that that's a that's a hole there, you know. But at the same time, um, there's only it's a short list of teams that I that I think the Celtics should be worried about. But if you put yourself in the position to be to have home court advantage. There's a good chance you're only, you're only going to be facing um, one of those teams, one of the three of those teams, whether it be the Miami Heat, whether it be the the, the Milwaukee Bucks, or whether it would be the uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. You know, I think those are the three teams that you have to be most scared of. But out of those three, the Philadelphia 76ers are probably going to be the most challenging. Honestly, honestly, Sway, like to what you like, you're talking about scary teams in the East. The top six teams in the East are going to be battling each other as early as the first round. Uh, like, you could legitimately be looking at, like, in any of the top six teams literally playing each other in that 4-5 game. Uh, like, that could be a Milwaukee – it could even be Milwaukee Celtics. It could be, like, the Bulls versus the Heat or something. Like, there's going to be some huge, huge uh, – matchups early in the playoffs so i don't even think you can really look at the rest of the eastern conference you just got to get to the top you just like they need to keep winning they the only way the celtics can i think make a big a deep playoff run is this may sound silly but get the number one seed like you need to get the number one seed so then you 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 literally avoid 
Brooklyn, who the number two or number three seed could possibly play Brooklyn in the first round, which is just wild. Uh, the you you then you can also avoid that four five matchup, like the even the three six, like that. There's no yeah. there's no easy outs in the Eastern Conference this year, except if you get the one seed. So like the Celtics, I think the the biggest thing for the Celtics to do is to keep winning. Don't take your foot off the gas. Get to the number one seed and then hold it because that's that's their. I think when we're looking at like the the way the Celtics will be able to get over this trade and get over the fact that you know the two best teams in the East got better and you still have Milwaukee bringing in pieces left and right in the buyout market, you got to get the number one seed. That's 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 I think where we're at. Damn, that's the first time I heard that. All right, Sean. Well, I mean, what, I'm serious. Twenty games. There's twenty games left. I mean, twenty games left. Biden, only. If you do the math, there is there is time. It is possible, but there's plenty of time, and it's not like any of the teams have to fall off. But if you can go like, like if there's let's say if you go 15 and five over the last 20 games, you have a chance. You have a chance to hit that number one seed in the in the Eastern Conference. Like, you're only what after today, what four games back of the number one seed. Let's see what happens. All right. Well, with that being said, let's look ahead. We looking ahead, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's back. Pipes are back. Yo, hey, hey, everybody. You know what it's so time that for? Damn keyboard. So where's my connect flight, sir? Tell me where's my connect flight. Can you tell me. Uh, hold on. I'm not going to two cities. All right, I just one uh, stop. I can one get stop. you. I can get you. I can get you to your destination, but you got to stop it at Tulsa. So overnight stay no, in Tulsa. No, I need a direct flight, sir. I need no, no. That's ridiculous. Keep looking. Hey. <laughs> they always, they always when, when they're looking even harder, they they, they start pressing the pressing. Keys are going crazy. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm looking. You know. <laughs> it's like you do, and you do understand, sir. If you just go on Google, you can look exactly what I'm looking at. Right? <laughs> It's 2022, sir. You know that. <laughs> My travel agent told me, all right? There is a flight. It's a direct flight. Keep looking. Uh, all right. All right. So I, here, here's where we're sitting. The the, the Celtics. Where are we the sitting? Celtics, the Celtics are going to have to leave Detroit, travel through Cheyenne, Wyoming, overnight stay, oh, then, then bypass through Indiana. Celtics play the Pacers tomorrow night at 5 p.m. So, uh, the Pacers are absolutely reeling at this point. They have nothing to play for. Yo, uh, they got, they got, they got, oh, they got some pieces, though. They, they got, got Duarte. Duarte, up. Duarte, Duarte's back. You got uh, Brogdon's back. I don't sure. know if that's just a, if that was just a rehab start or whatever, but he, he, he was back in the lineup a couple nights ago. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Which is fine. They're also, if they, to to be perfectly honest, they should be tanking at this point. So they should be losing games. They traded Sabonis, their best player. Sabonis was the best pacer probably since Paul George. Yeah, Paul (laughs) Paul George. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they have, they they went from, like, I just don't get how, we got to talk. Can we talk about that trade for a minute? That trade. I love it. I just I love for Sacramento. I love Why? it for Sacramento too. Like, oh, okay, I, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think the Pacers 
everyone's like, whoa, why did we trade Halliburton? Like, dog, you traded your the only piece to build around in Indiana. And you know what? Sabonis probably would have been okay in staying in Indiana for the rest of his career. He just got he's like not like he's not like showtime. Like he probably is like, okay, I'll stay here, build around me, pay me my money, and let's let's build a team. Right. I don't know why they would give up on that because now you know Halliburton's out the first chance he can. You know, like I don't know what they're what they're trying to do, but um, either way, Celtics Pacers five p.m. tomorrow, so another matinee-ish game uh, for the Celtics. Th- then the so so Pacers, and then they get back home for the start of a three-game homestand. So we'll go through the whole three. They got the Hawks traveling to Boston, which has been like an Achilles heel, and. You know, before the All Star break, we were able to take them out, and for the first time all season, which they've had our number, so that'll be an interesting game. The Hawks. If you're asking me, that loss was the turnaround. Like after that loss, I just think their yeah. approach has just been completely locked in, solid, and it all started at that game in in, in um, New Orleans. That was, that was right after that was the Hawks game. That was in Atlanta, right? Yeah, I was there. You that wonder, was the last game. Was, you think that was the last time email- I saw them? That was the last time I saw them play the way they did in that fourth quarter where it was just yeah. like, you know, the effort wasn't there, then they got desperate, and the game was over. It was too little, too late, you know. You think Ime caught them doing stuff in Atlanta? I don't know, partying up too hard or something, and that maybe, like, you know, he's been hard on them all season, and, you know, every time they go to Atlanta, there's always something that happens. Maybe something uh, – I wouldn't be surprised to hear about something coming out after the end of the season. Something happened. Maybe that's how Ime got the respect of the room because it seems like you're right, 100%, man. Like, that was a typical Celtics not worrying about anything, performance, like, oh, we lost, no big deal. And then after that, you know, we'll, the next game, they, they totally blew out the Pelicans. So, I don't know. And then, so, again, three-game homestand. You got the Hawks. You got the Grizzlies coming to town, which will be a tough game. Grizzlies playing really good basketball right now. John Morant, probably. I don't know why John Morant's not getting a ton of MVP discussion. Probably because they're not a top three. Because the team sucks. Yeah. (laughs) You know the answer to that question. No, I mean, the Grizzlies are. The NBA, man. You can't be an MVP candidate if your team ain't a a top team. That's just how it is. They're they're number three in the West, bro. No, I know that. But at the same time, they just got there, though. Like, you can't just be like, oh, he's an automatic MVP candidate because they just, they got to stay there. We'll see. I don't know. I, I mean, he'll get votes. Don't get me wrong, but candidate that, like a top four. I don't know. I don't know if he's quite there yet. Well, you think about it. I mean, who who do you have in your top four? I mean, it's Joel Embiid, Giannis, Embiid, Giannis, um, Booker should be getting MVP. I was votes. gonna say, I was gonna say Booker, but people are probably gonna lean towards Chris Paul. Probably Which is votes. bullshit. That's bull. But he's missing a ton of time now, so. Yeah, has he ever? Chris Paul's think, never won an MVP, right? Yeah, no. I think if Booker can keep the team at the top of the top of the Western Conference without without Chris Paul there, then he should be a, he should be a lock in him versus Embiid for the MVP. I think that makes a lot of sense. Anyways, yeah, I think Embiid gets it this year. I think he gets it this year for sure. You know, John Morant's in the conversation. I'll just put that out there. John Morant, and just wait to see if the Celtics get up to that number one seed. Then how are you going to talk? How are you going to how are you going to say Jason Tatum isn't in that conversation either? Put that out there. <laughs> if if it happens, we'll see. <laughs> if, if that it, happens, it, he's getting votes for sure. Which was, which was, by the way, a bold prediction of mine that he would finish top five in MVP voting. Tatum. So we'll see. Oh, 
Speaking of MVPs, I, I, I totally forgot about that. DeMar DeRozan should be in this conversation as well. 100%. I was gonna, I was gonna say that actually. I was, that's, that's my, that's my three right there. Uh, right now, the top of the list is, is Embiid, um, Embiid, Giannis, and, and, um, DeRozan. And, uh, DeRozan, yeah. Yeah, I think Steph, Steph had it on lockdown, but he's sort of fallen off and, when he went ice cold the way he did, yeah, that was that is yeah. that wasn't helping anybody. And then like even though he sort of heated back up, everyone's like, nah, Steph, you went ice cold. All right. You had it, but you went ice cold. Yeah. We're used to yep. we're not, used to Steph who never goes year. ice cold. Yeah. <laughs> right. Not this year. This ain't right. unanimous Steph Curry season, okay? This ain't They were talking about that they were talking about that last year. Remember when he had that crazy year? And they're like, yo, this mm-hmm. is uh, the Warriors are they're not gonna make the playoffs. No, no, he can't be MVP this year. No, he can't be MVP. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think it's going to – honestly, the way things are bunching up in the Eastern Conference and, like, the thing we just said about, like, Job Morant, like, yeah, okay, he's the top three, but, like, you're going to have the top five seeds in the Eastern Conference have a legitimate player, a, a team, a, a player on their team that has a legitimate case for MVP, which is wild, like a legitimate case because I don't think there's – Yeah, the same. I think that uh, I also think that James Harden going to Philly is going to hurt Joel Embiid's MVP case because Harden's going to get the ball. You know, it's not going to be all Embiid yeah, all the but time anymore. It's like twenty games, you know. So I don't know. Yeah. actually, it'd probably be less. I think. I think. Yeah, Embiid. Embiid's in that conversation. He's got a. He's got a really legitimate shot. A really legitimate shot this year. Yeah, someone has to go above and beyond, like you know, Jason Tatum, going, you know. 19 and one over the last 20 games and winning that MVP. There we go, baby. Uh, speaking of the top teams in the East, Sunday, March 6th, the Nets come to Boston. Do we get the G League Nets or do you think anybody's coming back? No, no, this is the real thing, man. They're running out of time here. You know, once you get into, once you creep into March, yeah. especially. A road game where you can take advantage of Kyrie Irving, they're going all in. You gotta send See, a message. You gotta you gotta start thinking about you gotta start thinking about your position in the standings now. And you know the lead that the Celtics have on you right now. And you can't let yourself dip all the way down. I mean, look, even if they were to go into the play in tournament, which they probably have a good chance of coming out of that, that's not ideal. So I, I, I think you see them you see the new look uh nets against the Celtics in that matchup. So so let me let me just Let's talk about the Nets real quick because you're 100% right, Sway. They need to turn their shit around and they need to do it today because they're sliding, man. Listen to the schedule. They have the Bucks on Saturday night, they have the Raptors on Monday, and then the Raptors on Tuesday, back to back. Then they have the Heat, Celtics, Hornets, 76ers. That is the next seven games for the Nets. And if they go. One out of six in that seven games, which is if if they're not if if, if you know Kyrie plays, they're losing at least four and, of those. Best case scenario, they're losing four of those games. If Ben Simmons doesn't get on the court, they're losing five of those. Five, they're losing five out of the last next seven. For, see, for me, that's beside the point. Like this dude has to get his mind right. He's got to get his body. Right. Like it's a whole like we'll see you in April type of thing, and whatever you can get from you is is is, is gravy. But, you know, that's why they're like, bringing in reinforcements. That's why they're big into the buyout market right now. They have to. Yeah, they need they some help, man. They, they need some they, help. They, they, their, their lineup right now of washed, 
Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge actually like they're getting doing, vital minutes. They're doing the most. They're doing the most, yeah. That, like, they, those washed players are getting everything. They are so screwed. Like, they are so screwed to, th- to think that, you know, the end of their schedule is actually pretty, pretty easy. Like, the last 10 games. Maybe they'll get the rant back for that last 10 games going into the playoffs. But, like, I mean, early March is going to be a struggle for them if they're not ready to go. And – I don't think Ben Simmons plays until they go to Philly on March 10th. I I don't think he'll he'll be able to play. You know what? Yeah, he's not going to make that Boston trip. I, I guess technically you won't see the the the, the new look Nets, but I think you see the other guys. And um, do you think Kyrie's uh, coming I mean, to Boston? I think, I think Kyrie's coming to Boston. Yeah, for sure. You do? He has to because if not, Sean, what are we doing here? Like, what are you what are you afraid? You, get you your Gatorade like bottles this. ready, bro. Get your Gatorade <laughs> bottles ready. Let's go. Let's go. Like you can't be that guy right now. You can't. If you are, you're sending the you're sending an awful message to your teammates, and you're yeah. just gonna make things worse. Like you, you have to show up. You have to show up. In this yeah. Game. Your team so, needs you I, now more than ever. So seriously, I think like at the end, at you the end can't of this trade, you can't blame the mandate on this one. Like you better you better be you your ass better be in Boston that for that game yeah. right next next week. Yeah, man, because this schedule is not – I mean, this schedule that, is – This is seven games where you go Bucks, Raptors, Raptors, Heat, Celtics, Hornets, 76ers in seven no, 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 games. No, 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 I'm talking, about, I'm talking about looking ahead. Oh, that was four games. For Celtics. Four games for the That's Celtics. That's four games, and that takes you to next Sunday, right? Takes us to next week, yeah. So four games in seven days. What do we got, Sway? Yeah, I'm going three and one. Three and one, and I wouldn't be shocked if it's that Pacers game. I really don't like that game for the Celtics. No, on the back to back. I like that game, especially I, on the back to back. No, man. I like that game. I think. Uh, I don't like it. I think that Thursday night Grizzlies game will be. I, I actually think it'll be a classic. Like that's going to be a classic game. Like I don't know if the Celtics is going to come out on on it uh, out on top, but you got those two teams that are both like poised to be like we're not a we're, we're a legit contender type battle like I, I like those ones like you know teams that have something to prove but yeah man I don't know tough little streak here you get three game home we stand 4-0 baby we're going 4-0 that would be what a six game winning streak to kick things off yeah it's the all-star break yeah be beautiful think of beauty 17 out of 18. Jeez. Let's go, baby. Let's go. This is 2000 and this is 2000 and uh, 2009 Celtics right. numbers. Everybody place your best with Ducha. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Slide into his DM, whatever you need to do. And we'll have a, we'll, you'll have your payout in a week, I guess. We'll see. We'll see if this thing happens. Yeah, I'll put, I'll put, I'll, I'll, I'll put a hundred up on it. Any, whoever wants to bet against that, let's go. <laughs> Put a hundred on it right now, dog. Let's go. She's already, dude has already slapped a hundred dollar bill on the table. You hear that, guys? There's <laughs> a fuck around. Hit him up. Hit him up. Hit us up. We we'll get this thing started. Let's go. <laughs> All right, we'll see. We'll see. And next episode, we'll have Joel back. So we'll, I'm sure he's got some great stories for us from the oh, island. Oh yeah, he from 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 from, from Honduras. Dog, lucky him. Jo- Joel. Joel is obviously having like a wonderful vacation, family, everything's down there, but he has taken the best picture of all time. 
that picture of him with the dolphin when he's like, oh yeah, the dolphin yeah. just there. <laughs> I that that is legitimately the best picture I've ever seen of all time, bro. It's I've just never like swam with dolphins, man. I'm jealous. No, but it's like he's standing there with his homie. Like he's just like, yo, it's like <laughs> two a.m. at the club. He's just like, yeah, and the dolphin's, and the dolphin's just like, like, what up? up? Yeah, yeah, what's good, bro? We out here. No, that picture. Oh man, I'm gonna. I want that on a t-shirt, bro. I want that picture on a t-shirt, man. Just rock it. So he'll be back next episode. With in case you missed it. Uh, in the meantime, guys, make sure you head to Patreon. Uh, com slash Causeway. We had a really good time with that. Uh, there was a two, the two twenty two twenty two day. Yes, uh, we had a uh, one episode on. Unlocked for 24 hours, and wow, a lot of people listen to it. And I'm not gonna lie, Sean, I was really like, we talked about a lot in that episode. Do you remember that episode? <laughs> the one I'm talking about, Jeez. college uh, story after college story. It's one God. thing when you know only the subscribers are gonna be listening to, it, but when you got your right. whole damn Facebook friends, oh, Instagram shit. friends, they all had access to it. And this is the thing about Patreon, too, they're not gonna tell you who who listened to it. You, of you, course. All you know, all we know. Is how many people listen to it, and that number was really high. So, but anyways, I, I got no feedback. Did you? They, I, anyone who's judging me off of those stories, I, they haven't said shit yet. So I don't know. I don't know what. Yeah, they they're they're doing the silent judging. I think if they knew who Tunis was, though, they probably would be after him, bro. You know. <laughs> I think out of all of it, Tim, Tunis Tim had the Tunis worst. Made it. Tunis had yeah. the worst look on that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Subscribe patreon.com slash causeway if you haven't already, man. Check us out. Um check it you know, out. You already know we've we've been we've been saying this for a while and it still applies. Uh, just by you subscribing, you've entered your name into winning a free Celtics uniform, free Celtics jersey. How many jerseys we gave away this year? How many jerseys? Six jerseys? But overall, six. Uh, this year, this will be the first one since it's only been a couple of months to the new year. So uh oh, we're gonna get this one out really though. soon. Oh, the season? This is be the what the third, 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 third and fourth. Yeah, yeah. If right. you combine last seasons all together, yeah, it's been like six. But yeah, this year. And if you get, we got a, we if got you a pick, couple. If you do pick Marcus Smart, one of the things people don't know, if you do pick Marcus Smart. We actually uh, send you two jerseys. So there you go. <laughs> so I just made that up there. So you're just happy he survived the trade deadline. That's, that's what this is. Oh, I'm so stoked, bro! I I bought the Marcus Smart jersey. First jersey I bought since Jay Crowder. I bought it. Finally did. When was this? At the uh, Suns game, bro. I bought it at the stadium. Old school. <laughs> Old school. Went to the pro shop and everything, bro. <laughs> right after the game, too? <laughs> no, right before the game. Right before the game. We walked into the pro like shop. A, oh, right before, and then you put it on and went, and went yeah. popped the tag off and went inside the game? Yeah, popped the tag <laughs> off, bro. Walked right in that bitch with a brand new fucking yeah, jersey. Who? Who are you? Jeez. <laughs> I needed it, bro. Uh, who I does that? Change. Who does that? My Paul Pierce jersey I've had since – I've had my Paul Pierce jersey since, I think, seventh grade. It's a men's large. It is worn out. <laughs> it is – It is. It is. It was, it's like coming apart. I'm like, okay, I have to retire this. My only other Celtics jersey is Jay Crowder, and I couldn't yeah. wear it that day. Because they were playing the song. That's the one. That's the one you were wearing when you made you you made it into the montage for the the, for the, the jumbo playoffs. Yeah, the jumbo yeah. Not, but not only did you make it on the jumbotron wearing that thing, but they liked this so much that you made it to like the 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 pregame hype 
you know, right before the player introduction video, and you were on yeah. there, man. <laughs> That's just so funny. Yo, that with, year with your I was classic socks hat, crowd yeah. of jersey, Paula next to you. Your it wasn't even your fiance yet, just your girlfriend at the time. That's, that's yeah, funny, man. man. Classic. But but you know, you know, I still, got, you gonna, I still got that picture safe somewhere. How are you gonna How are you gonna say no to someone who's in the Celtics montage pump up montage part? You can't, right? Yeah. At that point, yeah, get get with the crowd jersey uh, on, and you and you made it. There you go. Look, yo, that was the she that was the. Too. That was the year I was in the building. I, that was when I, I bought that uh, half season ticket package. That was awesome. What did she have? I, well, I think she, I want to say she had. An, I want to say she had an IT jersey. On. Isaiah no, Thomas, had a jersey bro. Also. IT. That's yeah, right. she had rock. That was IT. that was her dude. That was yeah. her dude. She uh, still loves time. Isaiah Thomas and Jimmy Garoppolo, bro. Those are those are two that she can't get over. Yeah, a lot of Southern fans feel the same way. No. And by the way, can we bring him back? <laughs> can quite. Brad Bingham bring him back? Just bring the guy back. Like, why not? I don't know. You still get that spot. You sounded like Tommy there for a second. The little the guy. guy back. Come on. Uh, the little guy. Speaking of, before we get out of here, 42 points for Grand Rapids. He's back in the G League, lighting things up. You think he gets oh. signed, if not by the Celtics, maybe somebody else? Well, I was just actually uh, trying to see how many he put up against uh, the main Celtics yesterday because I think they played the main Celtics yesterday. Oh, he played uh, main yesterday? Oh. Let me see. <laughs> Fucking keyboard. I can't help it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so technically, what, he's on the he's on the Lakers G League? Yeah, it's Grand Rapids, huh? Yeah. Hold on, let's get the. I don't know. In the G League this year, he's averaging uh, thirty-seven point nine points per game. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, only played pretty, three games, so which is pretty good. But yeah, that's that's pretty good. You know, I think if you average forty points in the G League, you could probably make it into the NBA. And if Brad Stevens doesn't sign him. And somebody else signs him, like the Nets. Imagine if he's coming off the Nets bench. Whew. Got some problems there, bro. That could happen, actually. I don't, I don't think shocking. he would. We'll but see. he could go to Philly. He could go to Philly. You don't think he or would? Me? What do you mean you don't think he would? Isaiah will sign I don't think he'll, team right now. Are you kidding? I don't think he'll play with Kyrie. You think he's going to not go because of Kyrie Irving? If the Brooklyn Nets offered him a contract, he's going, man. He's yeah, play for any team right probably, now. You're probably right. I think if he especially has especially a playoff offers, team that Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. That, that okay, could yeah, turn but, into a contract next year. It wouldn't year. be the worst yeah. it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world because you you're on a contender and you're putting yourself on the you're showcasing yourself, you know, for next season and beyond. But anyways, that's gonna wrap up this episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Causeway Street. Also, of course, on Instagram. Uh plenty of content on CausewayStreet.com. Joel has not stopped writing, even though he's on vacation. So show him some love there. Uh check out all the content we have and um and, of course, uh, if you haven't already, again, patreon.com slash causeway. Check us out. Subscribe. Check it out. Um, brand new episode. Like we said, man, a lot of funny college stories in there from Sean and I. Probably one of the funniest episodes we probably put together. So check that out. Check that one out. Um, one-on-one with Joe Sway. We've got a brand new episode coming out. The newest episode uh, with Julie Maravilla. She's uh, the, the first only Honduran female swimmer to represent the country at the Olympics. Uh, so I had a really great conversation with her. The connections that we have is not it, it extends way beyond 
our, our Honduran background, man, Joel and I, man. It's insane. I just, I'll just say that much. Check it out. Um, again, patreon.com slash causeway. And, of course, a uh, brand new episode of um, After Hours coming up as well. And uh, one subscription gets yourself a chance to win a, a new Celtics jersey, man. And as, as, as Sean just said, if you pick Marcus Smart, I guess you get two. You know. get two. That. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right, guys. That's going to do it for us. Until next week. Sean's got you covered for your travel accommodations. Hit him up. He's checking up flights right now. Let's do it. <laughs> what are you checking up? What are you typing back there? I really just want to get the box score for this main Southeast game, and it's impossible to freaking find, Doug. We'll have your Isaiah Thomas watch update for next week yeah, as well. I think, I think we do that. Until he's signed, we are going to give updates about Isaiah Thomas, the only podcast. IT updates. That will give you IT updates on a weekly basis is the Causeway Street Podcast. That's right. Don't go Googling. We got you covered. Now, don't even worry about Googling. You're going to be end up like this. Checking, checking, checking. <laughs> That's all you're going to do. That's all you're going to do. Typing all day. You need your travel agent. All right, your travel agent got you covered. All right, for Sean Dutra, I am Josue Pavone. We'll see you guys. We'll check you guys out next week. Later.